What is up guys? It's your boy Odie Boy coming back at you again from the Odie Boy Compartment Studios for the 17th installment of the Odie Boy Random Show. Now it is 10.26pm here on October 28th and I know you're thinking, Odie Boy, uh, you made an episode yesterday, you fuck, but... Guys, uh, I gotta document this for the show. I wish I hadn't have published my last episode before I went outside, but unfortunately, uh, the yelling above me got worse, and your boy Odie had to call the police, but, um, unfortunately, the girl that lives above me has some sort of, like, mental problem, and when she gets off her medication, she just goes batshit crazy, and she's probably, like, 20, I'd say, and she's married, and they're having a kid, and I don't know what the hell's going on, but I have to say, like, the, the, the dad, or the, the father of the child, the husband, um, he does what he can, man, and, uh, last week, he had, like, all of her shit out in the, uh, the stairwell of the apartment, he, like, kicked her out, and then, um, the, uh, like, the pile, like, grew and got less, and then now, like, all of her shit's been sitting on, like, the bench, like, with her wallet and everything, and it's just been getting rained on for days, like, I don't know what's going on, fam, but it does not sound like a, uh, positive situation but um she got off her meds again and she went outside and was just like going nuts and when she does she turns to like self-harm and she was out there running she was one of the other guys said that she was trying to hit her head on the pavement and he had to like stop her and then your boy Odie called after it went on because sometimes it'll happen for like a minute or two and it stops he can calm her down um but unfortunately you know, like, the whole neighborhood comes out, and we try to help, but we got to call the police, uh, last time it happened, it took six police officers to get her down, and, like, calm down, um, but, yeah, fam, it is sad, but, so, during this whole ordeal, your boy Odie went outside, and he met his neighbors, finally, Dildo Shifter, his name's Ralph, he's actually pretty cool, um, and then, uh, I met my other neighbor, two of my other neighbors, and they were saying, there's one guy, uh, old Uncle Ron was saying, I, I know Uncle Ron, he's pretty cool, he's Vietnam vet, he's badass, but, and then there was this other guy out there, um, who was like, yeah, and like, I kind of knew, like, there's something wrong with the girl, but they were like, yeah, like, they filled me out on basically everything that I told you. But anyway, so I'm standing outside with this guy that I, I don't know his name, with Ralph and then the girl, and then Uncle Ron walks up, and he's like, that's the best damn husband in the world and all this stuff, and he's drinking out of a paper bag, and I'm like, what the fuck, fam, and I mean, that's not uncommon, but it's like some 75-year-old man drinking out of a paper bag at 11 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, uh, at an apartment complex for college students, and he, uh, he, so he, like, oh, I'm losing my train of thought, but, anyways, he goes, yeah, see my girl right here, I kicked her out, and he shows us his fucking neck, and his girlfriend looks like she tried to bite his neck out, like, take a chunk out, and he, he was like, I kicked her out after that, he's like, I would've kicked that bitch out, like, talking about the girl that 
was wigging out in the parking lot. Um, I, he's like, I would have kicked that bitch out a lot sooner. Um, but anyways, fam. So then, like, that shit happened. And I'm talking to the neighbors. And then the police come outside. And they've they've got the girl in handcuffs. But since it's, like, a mental incident, they just always calm her down and let her go. Which is probably, like, the best thing. Probably, honestly, should, like, take her to the mental hospital. But, um... But they lost the key <laughs> to the handcuffs. <laughs> so they couldn't get her out. <laughs> and finally, like, we scoured the ground for, like, ten minutes. And we found the uh, the handcuffs. Or the key. One of the officers found it and got her out of the handcuffs. But we were like, what the fuck, fam? <laughs> but anyways, then... The, uh, this other dude comes out of his apartment, and it's Moped Guy, who revs his moped up and everything. Um, he revs up his moped, or not revving up his moped, but he comes outside with nunchucks, and starts doing a nunchuck show in the middle of the parking lot for everyone who's spectating, um, looking for the key for the handcuffs, and then the other dude, who's from Miami... He, um, he grabs the nunchucks, and he's, like, talking about how he's practiced his whole life, and, like, he starts flinging them around like damn Jackie Chan. So I've got two nunchuck experts in my apartment complex, and moped guy was being thrifty and got the nunchucks at the, um, the thrift store for $4. So, so fam, it's been a wild night, and it's only Monday. So let's just recap. The girl freaked out. She went out to the parking lot, started wigging out. Last week, she was kicking the shit out of the side of a car in the parking lot. Um, and then the the police lost the handcuff key. And then Moped came out there, started doing nunchucks. And Vietnam vet Uncle Ron was drinking out of a paper bag, showing us his vampire bite marks from uh, from his girlfriend that he kicked out. So, anyways, fam, I had to, like, you know, like tell you guys all about this today when it happened because I wouldn't remember it in this detail tomorrow fam so anyways uh, it's your boy Odie boy coming at you live from the Odie boy compartment studios and the big announcement um for my show will be coming tomorrow fam but you guys won't know that it'll only be a couple seconds for you guys so peace what is up guys it's your boy Odie boy coming at you live here from uh, beautiful Castle Hayne, North Carolina. Uh, your boy Odie boy is working right now, uh, whipping whipping it up in the Dodge Ram. Um, see, I'm trying to navigate through a sea of of parked cars here at my job, and I'm driving a truck. Um, let me get up here. But anyways, fam. So it's ten sixteen a.m. Your boy Odie's got just under four hours left at his job. I gotta I gotta click the button for my gate real fast. Alright, that beeping sound was the truck telling me that I was close to the gate. But we're all Gucci fam. So anyways fam, let me put this window up real quick. Oh 
Oh, a bunch of old fuckers in a Nissan. But anyways, guys, so for you guys, it's only been a couple seconds. For me, it's been uh, almost 12 hours. And let me tell you, your boy Odie did not get much sleep last night again because um, the whole incident with Nunchuck Boy and Creepy Uncle Ron and the crazy bitch uh, kept your boy Odie up. I tried to go to sleep at like 11 once I got back inside after the crazy shit, but... I couldn't fall asleep. I was amped, fam. But anyways, so did you guys hear that in Pittsburgh, a bus was stopped at a stoplight and the ass end of a bus. Hold on, fam. So I'm driving past like it's called the Cape Fear Fair and it's pretty fucking sad. Like we have a fair at the airport and there's really nothing going on um and they have this tiny little pen that's like 10 foot wide with two ponies in it <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> like i wouldn't trust any of the rides at the fair as i'm driving by right now fam i'm not like it's, it looks bobo as fuck but anyways so in pittsburgh there was a bus that fell into a sinkhole and the ass end of the bus fell in in the middle of the street like what the fuck pittsburgh control your sinkhole problem like your buses and shit like that's a pretty big fucking sinkhole but it's gonna take in a bus um and then the pittsburgh steelers ended up coming back being down 14 nothing fitz magic just didn't have enough and the headline I read was, like, the Dolphins prove that they're not ready to win. Like, like they don't want to. <laughs> but, um, but anyways, fam, so the Dolphins fucking are bobo as fuck. They had a 14-point lead on the Steelers, and I really wanted the Steelers to lose because now your boy Odie's Cleveland Browns are in third place in the AFC North. But don't worry, fam, that because the, the Cincinnati Bengals are still winless. This is crazy, though, fam. Like, we have two winless teams halfway through the season. Like, and then we have two teams with one win, and we have a lot of two-win two teams. Like, it's crazy, fam. Like, if you took the uh, 49ers and the um, Patriots out of this, like, it's a pretty even league, I'd say. I mean, there's teams that definitely have more talent, like the Saints, but it definitely brings, like, the competition level down, not up, because all those other teams suck. But... Anyways, fam, uh, your boy Odie hopes that the crazy bitch don't fucking freak out again because that would be bobo as fuck. Um, so I, oh, it's like four minute, four minute segment right here. Uh, I guess I, I, you know, it's looking pretty fucking cloudy today, fam. It better not fucking rain on your boy Odie as he goes to his three hour long damn class now. Fam, I'm not sure yet what I'm going to sample at Sonic today, but you know it's about to be fucking lit, fam. Um, your boy Zach used to work at Sonic, even though he's vegetarian, and I'm not really sure how that works. So, Zach, if you'd like to come on the Odie Boy Random Show and explain how you, like, worked at a restaurant that basically just serves shmeat with everything but you don't eat it maybe that's why because i probably wouldn't eat meat either if i worked at fucking sonic but i don't want to i want to pretend that the, the meat's like 
good. Now, there's a fucking semi-truck in front of me right now, fam. And the lights on the back are just, like, flickering and blinking because the wiring is bad. Actually, it's bobo as fuck. Maybe I should just ram into the semi-truck and then get some Sue going on. Dude, get in the fucking turning lane, you whore. But anyways, fam... So maybe we'll have your boy Zach on the OD Boy Random Show here soon to explain to us what it's like to be an employee of Sonic. And also, guys, so I had a big announcement here on the OD Boy Random Show. Um, your boy Odie last week said he was contemplating either becoming a train-hopping hobo or moving back home. But I realized that the Midwest is bobo as fuck and there's no, there's no shoddies out there. So I think your boy is going to explore the possibility of residing in the one and only Texas USA because Texas has moot. So your boy Z-Land lives out in the Texas fam and your boy Odie is 100% going to go visit your boy Z-Land like in about a month and a half. So stay tuned for that on the Odie Boy Random Show because I'm going to periodically do some segmented bullshit like I'm doing right now uh, and document my journey to Texas but but fam like for real no cap I'm really considering moving to Texas because uh, Texas sounds pretty fucking sweet fam so and specifically the Dallas area just because that's where your boy Zeland lives and he's my only friend in, in the whole world ever I don't have any other friends but anyways uh that was just a quick update here on the Odie Boy Random Show. Your boy Odie is traversing back to work in this big behemoth of a ram. So we're gonna we're gonna end this segment right here and and then I'll pick you guys back up when I get my Sonic. Now, guys fam, it's gonna be really hard not to eat all the chicken from last night. I didn't eat it all, I only ate half of it. because uh, it was a lot. And the whole screaming crazy bitch nunchuck chopper vampire slayer thing was going on outside so uh your boy already kind of forgot about eating and i'm kind of mad fam i i got out some uh some watermelon like some pre-cut up watermelon from the store to eat and then the whole shit went down outside and i forgot about it and i went to bed and i woke up this morning and the watermelon was sitting out on the counter like in the little container but you guys tell me, like, is it okay to put that watermelon back in the fridge? And and is it okay? Or does Odie have to throw away the watermelon? But anyways, fam, um, you'll be hearing this shit tonight. So you, the, the watermelon will be gone either way. Because I'm either going to put it in the fridge or throw it away as soon as I get home. But I'll give you an update on the watermelon situation, fam. And uh, this is your boy, Odie Boy. And uh, Odie Boy out here on the Odie Boy Random Show. What is up, guys? It's your boy, Odie Boy, coming at you live here from the Odie Boy Studios for the third segment of this episode of the Odie Boy Random Show. But anyways, um, I'm going to try to make this a 20-minute segment here, fam. Uh, it's 7.33 p.m., so I said I was going to come back to you guys with my, uh, you know, Sonic review, but I got home from work, and I had a bunch of homework and Sonic to eat, but anyways, guys, for, like, Sonic food is actually not, like, that bad. Like, I think their hamburgers are probably, like, 
some of the top-notch uh, fast food hamburgers out there. And, you know, it's super fast, fam. But um, your boy uh, Zach said that Sonic has tater tots and that they're bomb. But your boy Odie had gotten french fries at that point. But next week, your boy Odie will get french fries. But, you know, I got the basic uh, hamburger there from old Sonic. Um, but but your boy Odie, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll hit up the tots here soon now um thing i really like is they have a 44 ounce drink now you boys probably like yo you fucking fat ass odie and you're fucking right but i'll drink like half the drink not even like while i'm eating and then i'll bring it to class with me sorry about that interruption fam uh your boy or your boy your girl emma rolled up to the odie boy studios to get a spare laptop because hers uh was trying to be bobo as fuck and fucking broke on her so, your boy Odie had to, uh, you know, he watches out for the for the culture fam, and made sure that your girl Emma um, has a technology connected uh, device fam to uh, to make sure that she gets all of her schoolwork done because you know your boy Odie has a lot of culture, a lot of moot, a lot of clout, and he watches out for the squaw. So, anyways, guys. Uh, I'm not... Oh, I was talking about the Sonic thing. Um, so, yeah, Sonic, I, I would give that, um, you know, a pretty good score. I'm not going to score Sonic like I would McDonald's because I only go to one Sonic. I don't know where another one would be. But anyways, on Thursday, I am going to be hitting up the Sonic on Market Street towards downtown. I think that's like in the 4000s on market street so i'll be hitting up that mcdonald's and that place never fails with like the uh just overall like weirdness and like there's always like hobos trying to like fight the employees and shit out there so uh we'll see what happens in the enterprise that i work at on tuesdays is right across the street almost from that mcdonald's and i tell you fam tuesdays are always lit as fuck like at the enterprise because i don't know why but the clientele that i get at or i get we get at the enterprise in um in the downtown area is different than the clientele we get in midtown but it's it's not necessarily like the people like uh, <laughs> all right guys i'm so sorry uh, your boy Zeland just called, um, and we were we were discussing my potential move to Dallas. So you know when when really important things come up, I, I, I'm unfortunately have to uh, to uh, postpone the Odie Boy Random Show um, temporarily. But your boy Odie's back. And hopefully nobody else calls you boy Odie. Honestly, guys, in the last hour and a half, I've gotten three phone calls that I did not initiate. So, guys, this is probably the first time in my life, other than, like, people from work calling me, that three people wanted to talk to your boy Odie in one day. So, honestly, I think that upgrades me to another level on the social chain. And the fucking air conditioning is on. So, that's bobo as fuck, fam. But anyways, we're gonna we're gonna power on through this segment. We got about twenty minutes of content, so I'm gonna try to make this segment about twenty minutes. And we're gonna check on some sports right now. 
Um, guys, I think Houston's gonna win the. Let me turn. Oh shit, my, my. Uh, I didn't turn mute my TV. Hope I don't get copyrighted. Tosh is on, and it's some guy sticking something up his ass. I think, but um, the Astros are beating the Nationals, um, two to one. Top of the third, they're winning three to. Oh, he's puking now. What the fuck, dude? Tosh is so fucking weird. Um. But yeah, guys, I think I think the uh, the Strohs are gonna take it tonight. Unfortunately, I really wanted the Nats to win, but um, and you know the Nats are kind of like the the twenty sixteen Indians, like they got really good out of nowhere, and I, I, I they're not gonna come, they're not gonna make it back the the Nats, unfortunately. Um, so that's that's really unfortunate. I really was hoping they were gonna win, but you know everyone knew the Strohs were fucking lit this whole year, so. Anyways, guys, um, let's check on some, some random-ass news. Okay, so I just remembered I was talking about um, where I uh, where I worked at, where I work at on Tuesdays. So, guys, always weird shit happens at the, uh, uh, the Enterprise over down there on Market. Um, I forgot to tell you guys, it's 9.01 p.m. if anybody's interested. But down on market, uh, this enterprise, like, one week I was there, and there's this dude who's a bounty hunter that wrenches from there all the time. Now, your boy Odie is sitting... So the way the way that the enterprise works is, if you've ever been inside one, we have, like, a front counter with, like, computers that people stand at. And then behind them, there is a... Uh, we call it the brand wall, but it's basically, like, a, a false wall, like a partition... Um, that has like the enterprise sign on it and then it has frosted windows that are made out of plastic and then all of our desks are behind it. I mean, you, you can tell what's back there. It's not like it's, you know, uh, um, it's not like it's some sort of like hidden thing. Like customers can walk around back there kind of night, maybe to go to the bathroom or something. But anyways, your boy Odie is sitting behind the brand wall chilling at a desk, just, like, on his phone, like, hanging out, and, ooh, that's disgusting, but anyways, um, I'm just chilling, you know, hanging out, having fun, on my phone, nothing for me to do, and this bounty hunter comes in there, and he's talking to, uh, like, the Michelle, who works up there, and all of a sudden, he points at me, and he's like, who is that back there, I'm just sitting back there, he's, I don't know who that is, and Michelle's like, oh, that's just, you know, Odie boy back there. Um, he's just sitting, like, on his phone. Like, what the fuck? And the guy's all like, well, I gotta make sure he's, like, not a threat. And this is a fucking bounty hunter. And the, the dude, like, dresses up in this, like, police uh, bulletproof vest, which is, like, not legal. And he drives an old police car. And he has a dog. Like, he's a canine cop. It's, like, really weird. Um... Like, I think he's he wants to be a fake cop. Well, then he, like, walks around the brand wall and is just staring at me. And I'm just all, like, obese, sitting in a chair, like, looking at this dude, completely exposed. And the guy's, like, he looks at me, he walks away, and he goes, Next time I'm going to fire some warning shots through the glass. Like, you walked into our place of business and you're, like, thinking that there's a fucking threat? If you walk into the threat, then you're fucking retarded, fam. Um, 
Like, the dude's bobo as fuck. He's weird. He's a fake cop. But whatever. And then anyways, like, probably like the next week, this, this guy comes in. It's like a, a older black gentleman. And he said, I have a reservation for a car, a premium car. So, like, um, give me the car. And we saw that he had the reservation, but it was for, like, the next day. And he went out in the parking lot on his phone and moved the reservation to that day, five minutes before he walked in. And we and he wanted, like, a really specific kind of car, and we didn't have it. And we're like, well, sir, we don't have the car, but we're going to get this one cleaned up for you. And he had, like, a free upgrade. And we're like, we're we're going to give you the upgrade for free, but we're not going to put it on your account as, like, an apology for not having the car, even though it's, like, your fault. And we'll uh, we'll give you the free upgrade to the nicer car when you come in again. Because uh, apparently the guy rents from Enterprise a lot. Well, the guy's standing there, and he's like, he, you're racially profiling me. And we're like, no, we're not, sir. Like, we, we literally, like, do you see any cars on our lot? We don't even have a car for you to drive. And we offered him a Dodge Ram truck. And he said that the police would pull over uh, him in the truck because black people aren't supposed to drive cars that are not nice. And and we were like, that's, I mean, it's like a pickup truck. And it was like a basic one. Like, I, I really don't know why, like that, why he thought that way. And the guy that works there, Carlos, he's he's also black. So he was like, no. Like, that's stupid, like, so, and he's accusing another black man of racially profiling him, like, obviously, I don't don't think that's gonna happen, but, so, the dude sits down in the chair while we're getting the car ready for him, and he's going, "Uh uh-huh, like, fucking Steve Urkel shit, like, Fat Albert, Uh uh-huh, two Super Bowl rings, two Super Bowl rings in the family, Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the dude, like, I swear, he looked like a black Albert Einstein. Because he had, like, a giant fro, but he had a hat on, so it, like, stuck out the sides, kind of like Einstein. And he had a mustache. And he's sitting there talking to himself. And then he he goes, red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. Don't forget it. Uh-huh. Red, white, and blue. And our driver, John, like, was out on a trip. And he walks in. And has no clue what's going on. So the guy's going red, white, and blue. And John's like, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> we're like, no, John, don't fucking talk to him. He's crazy. And uh, and then he goes, red state, blue state, red state, blue state. Uh-huh. And we're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Um, and then he goes, is, is North Carolina a red state or a blue state? And then John goes oh i think in the in the last presidential election we voted red but we voted blue for a governor and this is the dude who just you know accused us of racially profiling and he goes uh-huh that's why y'all racially profile it's a red state mm-hmm. and he goes out in the parking lot and starts yelling at one of our workers who's dealing with another customer out of nowhere this dude's been sitting there for like 20 minutes and we're like and she's like, sir, your car's done. Here it is. Like, trying to get him out of there. And he goes, no, I'm calling the police. So he comes back inside and calls the police. And the police said, we're not coming. That's stupid. <laughs> so then he just walks away and leaves. Like, we don't know where he went. He just walked off. So 
that happened one week, and then another week, um, the dude, a different dude comes in, and he's got, uh, this, so it was like a, let let me paint the picture, it was like a, probably like a 25, late 20s, early 30s, white dude, and he had like nicer, like, work clothes on, but he had a book bag, which was kind of weird, and he got out of a car, I'm assuming, with like this, this, uh, black kid that looked like he was like 20, maybe, and he looked like Kodak Black, like straight up, had the hair and everything, like, I thought it was Kodak Black for a second. And he had the chain. He had a red t-shirt on. I think Kodak Black has a red t-shirt on in one of his, his album covers or something. That's why it kind of like... Um, or maybe for the Roland Peace music video. I don't know. But um, and then he had grills and everything. Like, he, like 100% Kodak Black. And the guy walks in. He's like, I need a rental car. And this guy's going to be driving. And I need it like later today. And I'm like, okay, we can do that for you, sir. And... Um, they tell him the price and he, and it was kind of high. Like it was like 500 bucks or something. I think it was maybe like two or three days. And he's like, okay, yep, that's fine. Like no questions about it. And then our manager was like, so these are all like the protections. Like you can get the extra insurance and all the other add-ons. Like you can get like a, uh, like satellite radio, like just a bunch of add-on bullshit. And he's like, yep, I'll take it all. Like nobody ever does that unless they're gonna like fuck up the car or some or they're doing some illegal shit so that was like kind of weird and then he he tells the dude like the the black kid who's just standing there uh he's like he's like uh so do you understand everything right and the dude's like yeah and it was like obvious that these guys don't know each other at all and and the dude that was renting the car like the white dude didn't have a driver's license so like obviously he hired the other guy to like drive him somewhere or drive something somewhere but what the fuck on Tosh.0 there's an eight-year-old drag queen that's fucking weird people are fucking weird at eight years old okay if we have any like lgbt odie boy listeners like for one Give me your opinion on drag queens, because I don't understand them. Not, like, in, like, a ignorant... Like, I know why, like, it's dudes that dress up in drag and dance. Like, it's, a, it's like, a hobby and, like... But I... I don't know how that became a thing. So if you could give me a history on, like, what drag is. And then also, like... If you're LGBT, when did you... When you were eight years old... Did you know you were LGBT? Because when I was eight years old, I didn't know if I was gay or straight or not. Like, girls had cooties. Like, I mean, I just didn't think that way. Maybe other people did. I don't know. When I was maybe, like, 10 to 12 years old, that's when I knew that I, you know, I was straight. I started liking girls. But I didn't know when I was eight years old, you know. Like, there was definitely dudes I remember from elementary school that were, like, little ladies' mans, like, in elementary school that turned out to be gay. Like, or there was girls that, you know, in, like, 6th, 7th grade that had a bunch of boyfriends who turned out to be gay. Like, you know, even middle school, a lot of people, I mean, there was people that were, like, obviously gay in middle school that didn't come out till later. But there's also people who, um, that weren't. And they also were dating, you know, 
uh, girls dating guys and guys dating girls and end up being gay later. But, or not gay later, they came out as gay or maybe they realized they were gay. I don't know. But, why is there an eight-year-old drag queen? Because to me, like, going in drag is like something, it's kind of sexual in a way. Because it's like dudes dressed up in like tight outfits, like like a stripper almost. I mean, they don't take their clothes off. But it's sexualized in a, in a in a way, and why? I guess this is for anybody. Would you let your kid be a drag queen, or would you not? Personally, I probably wouldn't, just cause it's just one of those things. Like I didn't know what a drag queen was till like three years ago. Like maybe when I got into high school, like I didn't know what a drag queen was when I was eight. So why are you exposing your kid to drag queens at eight years old? And then, like, I just feel like the parents were, like, really, 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 like, hey, um, we are totally for the LGBTQ, and we're going to, like, force our kid to be one and make him an eight-year-old drag queen. So that's what, like, I just, I just can't wrap my head around it, fam. Um, that would be, like... Uh, like, like these people who, like, I, I would equivalent, or equivalent, if that's a word, that with, you know, all these people that, um, politicize their kids, like, when I was eight years old, okay, when I was eight years old, I knew George Bush was the president, and that was about it, I didn't know what a Republican was, I didn't know what a Democrat was, I didn't know what they stood for, I didn't know that people didn't like the president, I just assumed everyone liked the president, like, I didn't know at eight years old. Like, and now you've got all these, I see these, like, eight-year-olds walking around with, like, there's kids walking around, like, obviously their parents dressed them up in it, but they're walking around in these, like, hashtag resist Trump shirts, and then I see other kids walking around with, you know, pro-Trump shirts, and kids with Bernie shirts, and Joe, you know, no Joe Biden shirts, but I've seen kids with Bernie shirts, I've seen kids, you know, so, like, I don't understand that, guys, like, why do you, like, I equivalent that with making your kid a drag queen and exposing them to something that maybe is a little bit too, you know, it, it's rated R, honestly, guys. Just like I would I would put politics off limits for a kid that's eight years old. Because you also want to let your kid form their own opinion on things, right? Obviously, parents, uh, their way of, of leaving their mark on their child is to most people... Uh, their beliefs and values are instilled upon them by their parents, but you've also got a lot of kids who, um, from an extremely young age, uh, were completely, I would say, I mean, I, it happens on both sides, they're brainwashed by their parents, right? Um, you've got people that are like, you know, like, 12 years old, 13 years old, over there yelling yee yee with dip in their mouth shooting guns saying, you know, that they, they're racist and they need to send everyone back to Mexico. Like, when I was 12, I had no clue about any of that stuff. Um, and then you've got the other side of people saying, you know, 12 years old, and they're like, we need to have safe spaces and, you know, like... Bernie's uh, economic policy or Andrew Yang or whatever his name is, uh, his, you know, basic minimum wage is a great thing. Like, how the fuck do you know about that when you're 12? Like, I don't get that. So that's what I kind of equate that with, you know, like, like, 
obviously leave your mark on your children, but also let them have an opinion of your their own. Because a lot of time, like I know a lot of people who have completely different beliefs from their parents. Um because their parents allowed them to form their own opinion on like that type of stuff. And I'm glad that my parents kind of let me form my own opinion and they didn't really, I mean, I knew like my parents, uh, like kind of what they stood for, but they stood for things on like a moral ground. And so, I mean, that was instilled in me, but there's you know, definitely, like, a lot of things, like, and it also has to do with, like, you know, your interests, in a way, like, like, I have to say, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are, like, you know, send all the illegals back and build the wall, like, you know, I'm all for border security, fam, but, you know, after working with a, with a bunch of kids who, I know some of them are definitely dreamers, like, it's easy to say send them back, you know, when there's no face to that. And when you're in a classroom with kids who would be sent back, it's really hard to agree with something like that. So, and that would probably be a belief that I don't share with, you know, well, I I know my parents definitely would agree with me, but like my grandparents or maybe some of my aunts and uncles and cousins, like they definitely would be like, no, send them all back. They came here illegally, but like, when you're brought here as uh, a little kid, you have no choice, fam. And so I don't know, like, like that's why I think you should let your your own kids, you know, explore and kind of you know build their own beliefs, fam. But anyways, you know that's just that's just your your two cents here by Odie Boy. Now the the drag queen eight year old is dressed up like Elizabeth Warren, and who the hell will let their eight year old go on Tosh Point oh? So there's the rationale right there, like. The same rationale that, that, and now Daniel Tosh is dressed up and his butt's hanging out. That's what I'm saying. Like, why would you let your kid go on Tosh.0? He's like probably the worst person to be around children, especially eight-year-olds. So that's, and they probably use the same rationale to let their kid, or force their kid to be a drag queen. But anyways, fam, if, now, first question that I'd like to leave you with, if there's any LGBTQ um, listeners of the Odie Boy Random Show, I'm not criticizing you guys or anything. Um, like I have family that is LGBTQ, so like I'm not a hater. Uh, there's just some things that I may not like understand, and I'm not ignorant. It's just something that I, I'm not a part of it. So, oh, there's a guy puking after he ate a turd on the Tosh Point oh. but um, I'm not a part of it. So there's things that somebody that isn't a part of it, wouldn't understand, even if they're, you know, tolerant, not tolerant, but like, okay, you know, they don't, like, I don't really give a shit, like, if you're gay, you ain't gay, I don't care, like, just don't, like, like, just like, like, don't come up to me and, like, like, we want to live in, like, okay, this is something that I don't understand, like, if we want to live in a society where, like, it doesn't matter, so, I don't understand why there's some people that, like, are like, I hate gay people. Like, they didn't do anything to you. It's not like they're, like, trying to fuck you. 
Like, right? Like, and they have all the... Like, like, okay, if you don't like gay people, like, just don't go near them. Like, just go do your own thing. And then it's kind of like the same thing for, like... Like, there's people out there, like, that force people to like gay... Like, and this is kind of my rationale, right? So, if you're going to try to force someone to like you, and they don't like you, no matter who you are... And this goes for politics, this goes for, like, race issues, like, this goes for, um... You know, like, I'm using gay as the example. Like, if someone doesn't like you, right? Like, screaming in their face, telling them they're horrible, and, like, they need to like you, is probably going to make them not like you even more, right? So, like, a good example I could use is, like, the the KKK, right? The KKK says says they're going to have, like, a rally, and then all these people are out there screaming, you know, we hate the KKK, Look, that's what they feed off of, right? They feed off of negative attention. And people that are negative, like people that don't like gay people, people that don't like Democrats or Republicans, right? Just because they are a Democrat or Republican or gay or not gay, it doesn't matter. They feed off of that. So you, by you going out there and yelling at them, telling them they suck, which they do, like, they suck. I don't think any, there's any question about it that the KKK sucks. But they feed off of that negative attention. People that are like that feed off of negative attention. That's why you see, like, a lot of old opinionated people. Like, like you know, there could be, like, a, a Mexican family in a grocery store. And they have, like, they're Mexican. Uh, that's not the right thing to say. But by... Going up and yelling at them and, you know, telling them that they're insensitive, which they are, is only going to make them not like Mexicans more. So you get what I'm saying, fam? Like, if the only experience you've ever had with some, a group or a person is negative, um, like, it's only going, like, it's kind of like a, it backfires, right? So you go out there and say, like, I hate men, and then I go... And I'm like, well, I'm a man. I'm offended. I hate you. So there, there, we're, we're, if, I think if we just, you know, all like became libertarians and said, I don't give a fuck what other people do. And if they don't give a fuck about what I do and I do my thing and you do your thing and we don't bother each other, we would have a utopian society, fam. There would be no war. There would be no, like, disagreements. It would just be, you know what? You're you're Islamic and you believe in something, you know, different than me. As long as you're not forcing me to become Islamic and I'm not enforcing you to become my religion. And we can, you know, be different but still be friends like that. Guys, that's that's the perfect society right there. Like, you know... I'm conservative, you're not, but we can be friends, we can have our differences, we can have a civil dialogue about it, but like, you know, yelling at people just doesn't get you anywhere, whether or not you're right or wrong, fam, so that's a word of your advice from your boy Odie Boy today, you know, just, you know, somebody, oh, somebody's eating condoms on here, what the fuck, but, so that's what I'm saying, fam, like, let's, let's all come together 
and you know put our differences aside and you know that episode of south park where like all the world religions come together and become like the van halen symbol that's what i want us to do as a society fam so anyways guys let's bring it together and be like van halen all right so this is your words of wisdom from your boy Odie boy guys i'm just I'm just talking about what's on my mind, fam. This is the Odie Boy Random Show. And if any of you guys are offended by this, which I don't think anybody would be offended by this because I don't think I offended anyone. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not, you know, I'm being very libertarian here. Like, I don't care if you're gay, you ain't gay, you're trans, you're bisexual, you're pansexual, you're black, white, Asian, Indian, Muslim, Christian, like, I don't care what you are, fam, I'm not gonna judge you on it, as long as you're nice to be, to me, Odie Boy is gonna be nice to you, and Odie Boy is gonna be nice to you, regardless, fam, so, let's be libertarians, everyone, except for maybe not, like, libertarians think it's okay to do heroin, so, like, let's, let's cut that part out, but anyways, like I said, if I have any LGBTQ listeners or somebody that knows a lot about like drag queen culture, hit up your boy Odie Boy and become a guest on the Odie Boy Random Show. Because your boy Odie really doesn't understand drag queens. Not saying that it's like wrong. But I just don't... I Like why? I guess. Like I get it that it's like dudes that dress up like, like women and they strut around. And dance, like, it's fun. But, like, how did that become a thing? So, anyways, that's some food for thought for you boys. From your boy, Odie, on the Odie Boy Random Show. And this was almost a 30-minute segment. So, anyways, Odie Boy out. Swag.